This is IGN. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Microsoft stopped announcing Xbox console sales some time ago, a move most believe was at least in part because they compare poorly to sales of PlayStation consoles and Nintendo Switch. But according to one Xbox executive, that has nothing to do with it. Speaking at the Wells Fargo 2023 TMT Summit, Xbox Chief Financial Officer Tim Stewart insisted Microsoft decided to quit publishing console sales because console sales alone do not paint the full picture of the health of the Xbox business. About six or seven years ago, we stopped giving console volume externally, he said. At first, it was like, what are you doing? You're the Xbox business. You're not giving us consoles? That makes no sense. But it was really the first point of us saying, no, no, it's about content services. Stewart's comments echo those made by Xbox executives before, but come at a particularly tough time for Xbox console sales. According to recent data for October, Sony's PlayStation 5 is comfortably number one in Europe, with sales up an incredible 143% over October last year. The near-seven-year-old Nintendo Switch is second despite a 20% drop in sales year-on-year. But the Xbox Series X and S have seen a whopping 52% drop in sales. Microsoft itself has admitted it has lost the console war. In contrast to Microsoft's position, Sony and Nintendo do publish console sales figures. Perhaps there's no surprise there, given how healthy they are. PS5 has now sold an impressive 46.5 million PlayStation 5 units, three years after the console launched. The Nintendo Switch has sold an eye-watering 132.46 million units as it nears its seventh birthday. Microsoft's argument that console sales alone do not reflect the health of the business is backed up by its efforts to bolster its Game Pass subscription service, as well as its push into the PC market and mobile. It has been some time since Microsoft announced Game Pass had 25 million subscribers. Stewart said the number had grown, but failed to offer an updated figure. But even things like Game Pass. We last announced 25 million Game Pass subscribers, Stewart said. It's obviously grown since then, but Game Pass is this millions and millions of subscribers month in and month out, which for me I love because it's more of a paid annuity as opposed to that you're betting on those big game launches every quarter or every year. But a Game Pass helps us smooth it as well. Clearly, Microsoft is driving toward the mobile game market. Its $69 billion buyout of Activision Blizzard was as much about King's $20 billion mobile smash hit Candy Crush Saga as it was about getting Call of Duty on Game Pass, something Stewart acknowledged. In fact, Stewart talked about the limited nature of the console business, which he described as a couple of hundred million market and not growing that fast, in the PC games business, which is 300 million or 400 million. Mobile, however, is a market in the billions. Most gamers in the world play on mobile, Stewart said. We think about the console landscape and part of the real evolution of the deal was, hey, look, we've got a fixed console audience with Xbox or relatively fixed, but not growing that fast. You've got a couple of hundred million kind of console addressable market. You've got 300 million or 400 million kind of in that PC gamer market. And then you have billions in the mobile market. The question for Microsoft is, of course, how it carves out a significant slice of the mobile game pie. 
Its efforts so far have failed to achieve the blockbuster success it's clearly after. With King's Candy Crush and Activision's Call of Duty mobile games on board, overnight Microsoft is a major player here. But what's next? Halo on mobile? Mobile games are hard to make, Stewart said. You have to have the DNA. You have to know how to A-B test. You have to know how to do performance marketing and how you think about getting installs. And we've tried on our own a few times. We've got a great Minecraft mobile experience on iOS and Android and other things. So we've got some foothold, but what Activision, Blizzard, King does on mobile is impressive. And what they've done with Candy Crush being one of the biggest ones from King, but you also think about Call of Duty Mobile, that's the most players playing is, frankly, to Call of Duty Mobile. You think about what they've done with Blizzard and Diablo and World of Warcraft Mobile. They just talked about it at BlizzCon a few weeks ago, and like I said, Candy Crush. So they're taking their IP into the mobile landscape, and they know how to do it, how to build it, how to iterate quickly. And that DNA is just gold. And we can then leverage that with our IP and take the learnings into our business and say, okay, how do we go now address these new, frankly, these new billion gamers that we never had a chance to go reach before? For now, thoughts are still very much on the Xbox console business and Microsoft's commitment to pump out more exclusives from its huge first-party studios network amid plans to launch mid-gen refreshes of both the Xbox Series X and S at some point in 2024. It's promised announcements at next week's The Game Awards. Perhaps fans will get a clearer idea of what's to come then. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest console updates, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.